Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilton Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilton Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We click my article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. All from beautiful Glen, Michigan. That's right. It's our annual Michigan trip. Memorial Day. So you're actually listening to this the day after we record it because it is 12.29 a.m. Wow. on Monday, Labor Day 2017. That's going to be the, the quickest turnaround we've ever had on one of these bad boys, huh? Yeah, I mean... Close to it. Close yeah. to it. Certainly. This is almost real time. This is almost a live episode. This is as close to live as you're going to get. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, we're sitting here in the sunroom of the Airbnb that we've gone to four times now. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. We're, we're looking out the window at our dying embers from our fire that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I smell very smoky. Yeah, I smell very smoky, too. I smell like real good beef jerky. Yeah. Did I tell you I want to make my own beef jerky? Mm-hmm. Made my own pickles. <laughs> That's close. They're yeah. fucking good. Yeah. They got a smoky quality to them? No. But they're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm real smoky. Yeah. We did some go-karts today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say I was the fastest, but I was basically the fastest. Yeah, you were. You were. I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. You okay. were like a regular dry Bowser. Well, it was like a regular... Well, I guess... Yeah, if you want to be... Yeah. I'm a very big boy, and I'm a very fast boy. Yeah. There you go. There's an eight, and no, I'm very eight. dry. I need lotion real bad. <laughs> and I have seven kids. <laughs> Are they his kids? Whoa. Does, he, does dry Bowser have seven dry babies? Not in the game. Like Dry Iggy, Dry I wish. Yeah, Dry Mortimer Jr. Dry Wendy Okupa. Mm-hmm. Dry Stan. You gonna get an article? Yeah, sure. Okay. Stupid. We're sleepy boys. <laughs> Whoa. What? Namib Desert Horse. Okay, I like that. The Namib Desert Horse is a rare feral horse found in the Namib Desert of Nambia, Africa. It's probably the Whoa, shit. It's probably the only feral herd of horses residing in Africa, with a population ranging between 90 and 150. Whoa. Feral horses. This is crazy. I mean, what's the difference between feral horses and wild horses? Uh, Yeah. Well, feral horses couldn't drag me away. (laughs) The Namib Desert horse is athletic in appearance, (laughs) resembling the European light riding horses from which it probably descends, and usually dark in color. Despite the harsh environment in which they live, the horses are generally in good condition, except during the times of extreme drought. The horses uh, have been the subject of several population studies, which have given significant insight into their population dynamics and ability to survive in desert conditions. This is crazy. Yeah. And there's only like 100 horses. That's that's the craziest. Is it's like sometimes it's like, whoa, these are the only horses in Africa that are like wild. The only. Yeah. What is the difference between wild and feral? Feral. I think they mean that means they eat meat. <laughs> I think it means they eat iron. The so the oh, only feral yeah f- wow the only um it's late other the the only other like animal that I've ever heard to referred heard referred to as feral is cats, cats, which I assume is because they're like house cats that 
got out and then had babies. So maybe feral means like the descendant of a domestic animal, no, that's a wild descendant of a domestic. I animal? did get that impression from this article. Like, like European horses, they're descended from those guys. Yeah. So Europeans were in Africa and then like some horses got out. Oh, here we go. The origin of the Nabib, Namib desert horse is unclear. Those several theories have been put forward. Okay. Yeah. Aliens. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, those several theories are the different aliens. It's, is it the, <laughs> the Anunnaki? Is it the greys? Is it the reptilians? Um, I have a hybrid uh, horse child. <laughs> uh, okay. Genetic test. God, I'm very tired. And I saw genetic tests and I almost read galactic tests. <laughs> Genetic tests have been performed, although none to date have completely verified their origin. The most likely ancestors of the horses are a mix of riding horses and cavalry horses, many from German breeding programs released from various farms and camps in the early 20th century, especially during World War I. Oh, so it's like a brand new crop of horses. Oh, there's a fun little... Oh, wait. Chimey clock. Oh, okay. So that's the the 1230 chime on this clock out here. There's a very loud clock out here. This is crazy. So, yeah, it was just like, oh, we just have all these horses. Man, we got too many horses. Um, whatever their origin, the horses eventually congregated in the Gar- Garab Plains near Aus, Namibia, the location of a man-made water source. God. These horses know what's up. Yeah, this is very cool. They were generally ignored by humans, oh, yeah, except for the periodic threat of eradication due to the possibility that they were destroying native herbivore habitat until the 1980s. In 1984, the first aerial survey of the population was made, and in 86, their traditional grazing land was incorporated into the Namib uh, Naukluft Park. I assume that's like a, a sanctuary of some sort. Yeah. At several points, some horses have been removed from the herd, including oh. the removal and sale of over one-third of the population in 1992. Holy Weird. shit. In the early 90s, close records of the population have been kept and studied and have been performed to determine the horse's effect on their environment. Despite being considered an exotic species within the park, they're allowed to remain due to their ties with the country's history and draws a tourist attraction. This is a pretty cool article. Yeah, this is very cool. I've never heard of anything like this. No, not at all. Not at all. And and presumably, like, they just keep having babies and shit right right so, so it's like self-sustaining like they're like an actual population of wild animals now that's so wild it reminds me a lot of uh breath of the wild just like walking through the the plains and it's like oh here's a whole group of horses yeah and some of them are descended from like you know special horses oh that's so crazy man where where do you think namibia is africa yeah i'll agree there yeah you mean where in africa yeah i mean i couldn't even get a guess no i we did not learn Afri- African geography in yeah. school. The public know, school system really failed me on the. African. I know where Egypt is. I know mm-hmm. where Madagascar is. I know where South Africa is. <laughs> Could probably point to the Congo, the Democrat People Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, that's more the, than I can do. Uh, those might be two fucking countries, actually. <laughs> um, I I think I could probably point to Liberia or get get close. Yeah, I think Libya is on the west part of Africa. Sudan, I could, yeah, probably. It's pretty good, but there's, I mean, there are like, what, what like 150 countries, countries or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, who knows? Yeah, I don't. Know. Why, why is that? I mean, like, we're just so hyper focused on like the European studies. Um, which feels pretty racist, right? I mean, I, that's got to be it. God, what's up with that? The, the, I mean, legitimately, the only thing I learned about Africa in school that I can remember is slave trade. Yeah. The uh, the was that the slave triangle or what was that called? 
I, this, I don't think it was the, no. maybe it was the slave triangle, but yeah, the, the, the triangle. Yeah, right, right. Like selling yeah. slaves to America to make rum, to sell to England, to then go trade yeah. for more slaves. Yeah. God. Um, yeah. I mean, that being said, I didn't learn much about Asia either. It was like Europe. No. I, yeah. I don't learn anything about them at all. Like they made a uh, writing. Oh no, they didn't do that. Like what did they do? Paper. Was that them? No, that was Egypt. Know. Gunpowder. Gunpowder. That was them. Um, it's late. It's very late. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite like, like, like weirdo history fact? Hmm. Anything? Anything? For me, it's like anything to do with uh, mummies. Like, <laughs> mummies. like how they would take their brains out of their noses and shit. Yeah, why do they do it that way? I don't know. <laughs> it's wild. Um, I I think it's really interesting that uh, what was it, was it Genghis Khan was able to conquer like everybody. I think that's really interesting. And everyone's like, yeah, that this sucks. Like you win. <laughs> like, sorry, dude. Oh, you win. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. I think it was it. I, I confused Genghis Khan and Attila the Hun. Um, Cause mm. I'm not sure which is which, uh, but one of them tried to like conquer Japan and then try to do it twice. And both times uh, just their fleet of ships got destroyed by like a freak, like um, uh, tsunami. Whoa. Yeah. So they That's were never crazy. able to conquer Japan just because like just they just happened to do it, you know, like during, you know, typhoon season. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whichever one it was. I don't know. Yeah. So they're like, okay, screw it. We're going west. You know. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I can't. I mean, there's like I mean, a that's million, pretty good. That's it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. I mean, there's like a million historical things I could just like start rattling off. Yeah. But like, you know, that's okay. You don't have to unless you want to. Nah, I mean, whatever. Anything as good as mummy brains. Mummy brains is pretty good. Um, <laughs> So we did, there's like a finite number of mummies, right? <laughs> like you, you think about them as being like really ubiquitous, but right. they, at the time, but they like weren't really, you were, it was only like if you were a, well, a I mean, certain f- kind of mummy, like with like, because, I'm sure they're like bog mummies and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like poor people would still be mummified, but they'd just be thrown into a pit. I, I, I mean like, like proper I, mummies I mean, with real, all the, real deal mummies, the brains taken yeah. out and in the, in the different jars. Right. And then there's servants and their dogs and animals buried with them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, there. I mean, we probably know not we, you and I, but people nowadays. I'm sure know like there were 48 mummies or whatever. Right, you know, yeah, like yeah. yeah, I know exactly which each one is. Like this yeah. one's Carl, this one's Stan. Yeah. Do you think like in in classic like Dungeons and Dragons, there's you know there's dungeons and dungeons are filled with traps. You mm-hmm. know, historically in in this fantasy world, does that come from like pyramids? Did pyramids have traps and shit? I mean, in cartoons, they certainly did. Right. Right. Definitely, like, well, well I mean, did, did it for sure because of like, um, because of grave robbers, but I don't know how like elaborate they got. Was it just like a door that shut behind them, or was it how know, could they even do that? Levers, I, I, step on a, a brick and it closes behind you. Like, a how would that even work though? Simple levers in my head. The, and most, the aliens taught them anyway. The mo- that's true. The most that they could have would be like a, a hidden pit, and you like go into a chamber and then and you fall into fronds. a pit that you can't, sure. Well, they probably had like, um, you know, poison darts that shut out from the walls. Yeah, a giant boulder that would uh, <laughs> roll after you once you yeah, picked up a, yeah, a exactly. little idol. Um, a garbage masher that would slowly crush you <laughs> unless your droid could shut it down. <laughs> but the trick was it was too hard to, to isolate just one garbage masher, so you had to shut, you had to shut them all down. All, the, all of them, all of yeah, them, all. yeah. <laughs> There was a, a book I rented, or not rented, uh, checked out from the library over and over and over again as a kid. Who, it was a big pop-up book 
that taught you all about mummies and pyramids and everything. It was really cool. When I was little, I wanted to be an Egyptologist. Yeah. Yeah. It's su- it's super cool. It's super cool. It's interesting that we, at least you and I, both got an education about mummies. Yeah, and Egypt and shit. Yeah. Uh, I we you know we learned all, in like third grade we learned all the gods and like stories yeah, and stuff for sure. I feel bad for Isis. Why the god? Why the goddess? Because oh, because her name is Isis. Yeah, like that's a <laughs> fucking bummer. Yeah, sorry about that one, dudes. <laughs> there was I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but in in my hometown, there was a a like beauty supply shop <laughs> called Isis Beauty Supply, oh. and named the Egyptian god. And and there's like a picture of the Egyptian goddess like on their sign, mm. and it's just like Isis Beauty Supply. And in the last like couple years, when we go home, I've passed, and it's just sis like sis sure. beauty supply because they're like we can't be isis yeah. yeah it's reached a fever pitch now that's so i mean god yeah that's really like <laughs> not funny but it's, well, it's funny. yeah it's like it's funny right it will be funny yeah. yeah um two of the gods well i the two i'm gonna speak of were, were brothers and it was seth or set maybe set and anubis maybe. is that right or osiris which skate those company are all, was it? Those are all gods. Well, one of them was one of them. I think it ends up being becoming like god of death, and he like gets like chopped him to a million pieces. Do you know what animal he was? Uh, well, I mean, in my head, it's just like a dude with like a jackal head. That's Anubis. Yeah, but I don't know if that was the one or not. Or you might be thinking of Lucario. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one of them like got chopped up into a billion pieces, and his brother had to like come and find all the pieces and put them back together. Like, fuck yeah! All those stories are so cool. I know. I know. Man. Um, yeah, like I, Roman mythology, like all of it. In high school, I had to do. So I was in the IB program, mm-hmm. and we had to do like a, a big essay, like at the end, like a, a capstone essay. And I did mine on Akhenaten, which I'm sh- I'm sure I've talked about on this podcast. Yeah, before. you mentioned Philip Glass did a. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool. But uh, and he was like a pharaoh. Yeah, he was a pharaoh. Okay, and he like moved the capital from um, Cairo, from Cairo to like Alexandria, hmm. and um, like. There was a big change in like the art style during his reign, and interesting. Um, they they went from being polytheistic to monotheistic during his reign. Okay, and then like really? as soon as he was done being pharaoh, everything went. Back so we're to done with this, right, guys? Okay, yeah. let's go back to this. Uh, I believe that uh, King Tut, mm-hmm. which it's so funny that we like. He's the one we know. He's the one we know, and we like shortened his name. Yeah, because his name's Tutankhamun. <laughs> um, but yeah, they like everything went back. Why is King Tut the one we know? Is it because he- Steve Martin? <laughs> Well, sure, but like, I don't know. Well, he was a child. Maybe that helped, but also wasn't it the last pyramid to be found or something, something? like that? Or maybe he was, like, he might've been the last one in like a certain dynasty or uh-huh. the, or like the common era or whatever the, well, in my head, I forget the dynasty names, but, oh, I wouldn't know. Either. Or new kingdom. He might've been like the last like uh new kingdom. Sure. Sure. Well, and it, it, it might also be because it, when it was discovered, maybe it was the last one discovered um, that it was also during like the television era or something. Maybe, maybe. Maybe maybe that's a little too late, but yeah, like the guy who found it, whose name I don't remember, ended up dying from some mysterious illness. So it was yeah, like, oh, it was, it was the good, curse of good. the, you know, um, King Tut's mummy. Yeah, yeah. It. it, it <laughs> I don't know, man. All, all this stuff is very, very interesting. Yeah. Do, do, do Americans have things like that? I mean, obviously we don't, not to that degree, but like. What do you mean? I don't know. Just no. like really interesting fables or, or like we have tall tales, but that's not really exactly the same thing. No. Well, that's not even, King Tut isn't even like a fable though. That's no, like no. a real thing. Uh, yeah. I was saying like of gods and stuff like that. And we couldn't oh. because we're such a new, 
amalgamation of everything. I well, mean, are you watching American uh, Gods? No, it, it deals with that basically. Well, I mean, how how like how cynical do you want to be? You know, mm. like yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, television or whatever. No, oh no, I was gonna say like Christianity and and Judaism and, and oh, like yeah. all all of like modern religion. You know. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. to whatever, not to be whatever, but yeah. Are, do you think? I mean, it's. I'd have to think about it. It'd be hard to think about it objectively, but are there similarly um, fantastical occurrences? Do you think in in Christianity, like such as like, oh, all the gods sprung from this guy's head, and then he well, ate. the the bummer with Christianity is that you don't have all those gods to to play with. You know, yeah, it's, it's like true. It's not it's as one fun. dude. Yeah. Um. But I mean, there's like well, he's kind of like Hercules. There's like plagues, all those all the plagues and stuff. That's yeah. pretty fantastical. That's true. That's true. Yeah, blood from a P- rock, parting or, a dang. See, yeah, yeah, uh, a burning bush. I mean, I've never seen a bush burn. <laughs> you know, you gotta hang out with me with some more, dude. Um, yeah. So, I mean, all of those, all of those things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but then I've also heard arguments. Uh, James and Cat, uh, are, are my friends, are your friends, our friends, um, have they've like made the the case before that like Star Wars has moved from like just a story to a modern myth and it kind of belongs to everyone now. Oh, okay. So it's, it's yeah, it's no longer like, I mean, it's the property of Lucasfilm, but right, it, right. it belongs to the public sure. in a much grander way than most other properties. So like 500 do. years from now, it'd be like, yeah, I mean, you know, in, in they would tell these stories of these space wizards. Yeah. <laughs> these yeah. Space wizards. Yeah. Cause, Cause then there was also like, you know, before the EU reboot, uh-huh. there there was like the entire EU, where pretty much anyone could just write a fucking Star Wars story sure, sure, sure. about whatever. So then, then there are like all these characters. So those are like, like the uh, apocrypha. Yeah, but then, but then there are like all these characters. Like, oh well, you know, I heard a story that Darth Maul did this before he was like a Sith, and then I sure, heard sure. a story that he did this. So <laughs> I heard he was like, on this planet. It's yeah. like all these different things <laughs> that like everyone just knows like a little bit of, and oh, there are different versions that. of people's origin stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. Okay. So I think it's a, the case can certainly be made, totally. and, and I don't know like the 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 scholarly sort of definition for right. what is a myth and what is whatever. But right, right. I, I, it, from what they were telling me, they made a pretty compelling, compelling argument. I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. I, I was telling you the other day, like it was because I'm I'm starting I'm trying to learn a little bit more about Japan recently, and there's it's you think you know a lot of stuff, yeah, and then it's like no, you don't know anything. There's like so much you just never. You learn so little mm-hmm. that you don't even know what you don't know yet. You know. Yeah. Um, the uh, there there's a there's a Beatles song mm. um, called "The Inner Light." Mm-hmm. It's a B side, and uh, one of the lines is the the further one travels, the further ah, with doesn't matter. The further you travel, the less you know, or something like that. Well, I was really hoping you were gonna nail that and have it be like really like profound, and we no. were, we were in on that note. But oh uh, fuck, yeah, too late. Well, let me. I mean, I can try to remember it. You know, the Beatles said, uh, the love you take is equal to the love you make. You know, the Beatles said, uh, I'd like to be in an octopus's garden. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden. You know, the Beatles said, uh, <laughs> why don't we do it in the road? You know, the Beatles said, uh, love, love me, do. You know, I love you. Love, love me, do. I'll always be true. So please, easy, easy, easy love me, do. Smile later.
I can't believe we're. Just, this is so stupid. This is the second dumbest thing that we've done. I think the dumbest is when we were just driving from. That was. It was fun, but it was like, what yeah, are we ultimately doing? Ultimately, probably stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, at least we're only doing one. Does that mean we're going to record more on Tuesday? Yeah, I guess. All right. I mean, I mean, I guess we could see how we feel. We're going to have to wait to shower anyway, so. Yeah, we'll see if, how we feel. If we don't do. Let's just say we're going to do one and see what happens. Yeah. If we. But if we do one, it might wind up where it's just like. Yeah. I'm just feeling like a little like mentally. For sure. Yeah. Fucked up. Maybe we just do two like well, quicko, quickos. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe as well. Ready? Yes. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.